Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey everybody, Mitch Newman. Welcome to another exciting, dynamic, exceptional, yes, I said exceptional, episode of Mondays and Mitch, the podcast that is determined to demystify what it means to lead at a higher level of consciousness, to lead oneself first and foremost, and that if one chooses to then to lead other people you know, down a similar path or towards a, a mutually agreed upon goal or outcome. And it has to start with how we ultimately lead ourselves. So there's a number of things that come forward for me during the course of the week that I'm paying attention to, that I do, that I watch other people who I believe are also leading at a higher level of consciousness. And what I mean by consciousness in when we talk about leadership is to be fully present, to be fully aware of what's going on, to be able to assess to be able to have the to a higher level of discernment to not allow our thoughts and our emotions to cloud our judgment to be aware that we are responsible not just for ourselves in many situations but also for other people so that how we respond to things and how we handle things and move forward regardless of what it may be is done so with great care and it's great done it's done actually done with great character in the process so one of the things i was thinking about cuz i was watching a group of people one time and somebody asked them a question and this is a pe- bunch of people who consider themselves leaders or aspiring leaders and they asked a question and everybody just kind of looked at each other like who's going to answer and i see that happen sometimes on different things that I'll, I'll events that I'll put on or things that I'll do online where I'll open up the floor for people to have questions, to ask me questions. And I notice people just kind of looking down, looking away. And I'm like, listen, if you want to learn how to lead at a higher level, if you want to learn how to take yourself to that next level, you can't tell me you don't have questions. So I started thinking about it. What is that that goes on for people? And here's what I found, that leaders who want to lead don't wait. They just don't wait. They're their own source of inspiration. They're self-motivated. They are willing to really look within first to then look out. Whatever they need to do physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, to prepare themselves, they're willing to do. 
and they're consistent. They're consistent in what that process is, that that inside game, the inside game that fuels the outside game. So they're able to see before it even occurs whether or not they're projecting onto someone or projecting onto a situation. They may even say, hey, I may be projecting here. This may be more about me than you, and here's what I'm noticing. So they're self-reflective, yet they don't wait. They're willing to put themselves out there. They're willing to offer up an idea. They're not sitting there and second-guessing the idea that's floating around their head, thinking, oh, are people going to think this is stupid? What if it's not a good idea? No, they're willing to create a framework and a foundation to start a conversation. And that's what an idea does. It starts a conversation. So the point is leaders don't wait because they want to get to an outcome. They seek an outcome. They also realize that the people that are sitting next to them are a great source of ultimate inspiration towards that outcome when they simply start the conversation, when they simply start the idea. Knowing and understanding that the greater likelihood is that someone within that group who also wants to lead, someone within that group is going to be able to take that idea and make it better. And because leaders are willing to go and not wait, they're not concerned whether or not someone else has the better idea. They seek the outcome. They seek the betterment for themselves and for others. They're not worried about whether or not they're going to make a mistake or how they're going to sound. They just go. They just do. They know that that comment, that thought that's floating around their head, has the opportunity to start a bigger conversation. A bigger conversation. So they're not waiting for someone else to take the lead. When you... Wait for someone else to take the lead. That's an excuse to not be exceptional. The goal is to step out. The goal is to manifest greatness for yourself and potentially for other people. So a lot of times people think of this in the context of always within the context of groups. And I brought up a couple of group situations. Well, one of them in particular was really individuals within a group who had the opportunity to ask a series of questions that would help them lead themselves better held back. We know when we're in situations where people have questions, they don't want to be the first one. They're worried about what people are going to think of their question. So the goal needs to be speak up. Say what's on your mind. Ask the question. Make a powerful statement. I remember years ago when I was working in the entertainment business, I I was a screenwriter, and I worked with a producer on a project. And he was clearly always concerned with what people were thinking about his ideas. So he had a little thing that he used to do, and it always struck me as hysterical, that I remembered all these years later. When he would have an idea, he would go, you know, I'm thinking without thinking here, which was great. It was a little bit of a cushion for him if it wasn't the greatest idea. 
But man, oh man, what happens when you start with an idea and all of a sudden someone else sees a way to make it a little bit better and then someone else sees a way to make it even better. And then maybe even you chime back in to the original thought and say, hey, you know what also we can do? And now it's even better. Conscious leaders don't wait. They have something to say. They have places to go. They're willing to have that sense of self-awareness to be able to assess the situation, to be able to have a, a deeper level of discernment. And they just listen. They're not just talking. They don't wait, but they also know when to listen. They listen, and then they know when to strike. See, these ideas that we have floating around in our head, these ideas that we have that that resonate so strongly with us in our heart, they may be the next million-dollar idea. Or they may be the catalyst to the next million-dollar idea. So you're willing to put it out there. You're willing to risk. You're willing to risk being wrong to find something that's even better. See, being your own source of inspiration means that you're not relying on someone else, that you're not using someone else as that excuse to be exceptional. You're not relying on someone else to be able to go, well, I don't know. Nobody else had any ideas. Nobody else knew. I don't know. We were, I was looking around like, I, I don't know. I thought we had this. Uh, no. The key in all of this is to know that you are willing to risk. That you're willing to just put it out there. That you're willing to find the best of the best, whether it comes from you, or whether it starts from you. You see that as an opportunity for greatness. You see that as an opportunity to live a better quality of life, to be able to inspire other people to do that. Think what you're modeling in that process. See, it's easy to sit back. It's easy for someone to ask a question and everybody just look around or look away or look down or make pretend they're doing something else. Nobody called on them. They just threw something out there. But when you step up and you step in and you're willing to open your mouth and you're willing to share what's present for you and what, what thoughts and ideas that you have, even if they're just a partial thought, it doesn't have to be completely well thought out. <clears throat> How many times have you been in a situation or circumstance where you have this idea and maybe you were nervous to share it and then somebody else shares the same idea and everybody goes, oh, my God, that's amazing. And you're sitting there going, oh, my God, that was my idea. I had that idea, too. But you kept your mouth shut. Leaders aren't waiting to follow someone unless what they're following is something better. 
And you won't know that until you open your mouth. You won't know that until you share something. You won't know that until you get feedback. You won't know that until the idea that you had suddenly is chop shaped and formed by somebody else and then thrown back at you. And all of a sudden you see another way that you never even thought of, but it would have never gotten to that point if you weren't willing to share, if you weren't willing to speak up. Now, so much of this is really about rooted the ability to actually trust yourself enough not to wait, to have the courage not to wait, to have the belief in yourself and the trust not to wait is because you're doing the inner work, because you got an inside game. You're working with beliefs that at one time perhaps worked for you that no longer work and you're able to identify them is now limiting you in order to get to someplace else, to get to someplace better. So you're willing to do the inside work. You got an inside game that will feed your outside game. The inside game gets you to a place where you know who you are. And it won't matter what somebody else says. It won't matter what somebody else thinks of you. You may not like it. It might not be fun if it's not favorable. Yet you know who you are. And the beauty of knowing who you are means that what comes out of your mouth, whether you look at it as good, bad, or indifferent, is you. It's authentically you. It's coming from you, and it's coming from that source, that place inside, that, that, that trusting, that knowing, that joyful, that loving place inside where it can't possibly be wrong. Doesn't mean something can't be then taken and make it better, but you're willing to put it out there. Hey, what about this? Hey, here's a thought. Hey, what if we – now you're putting it out there, and you don't have the confidence. Nobody has the confidence to do that unless they feel good enough about themselves, unless they've done the work on the inside, and it's ongoing. It's not perfect. Sometimes I have to remind myself to speak up because the inclination is to – is to hide and wait for somebody else to say something. And then, all right, then I'll feel more comfortable and then I'll see a better way and I'll be able to chop, shape, and form what they had to say. I remember years ago, sitting in a comedy writing class. I walked in the room and I sat in the back of the room and the teacher looked up. And there was very few people that had arrived just yet. And without having to look at me, he just made a statement. He said, you may want to move up to the front because you actually paid for this because you really want to be here. And all of a sudden I looked around and realized, he's talking to me. Because that's what I used to do. I used to hide in the back of the room. This way I could not be seen. I could participate if I wanted to, when I wanted to. I felt more in control. But man, if you're up front, you're sitting right in front of the teacher. You're sitting right in front of the facilitator. You got to be really paying attention. You can't be looking down at your notes. You can't be looking away. You can't be 
potentially nodding off, <laughs> yawning. You're right in front of somebody. And man, oh man, I'll never forget. I got up out of my chair and I walked right down and I sat in the front row, right in front. And I've never in my life paid more attention to what was happening in a classroom type setting. Taught me a valuable lesson. In the past, perhaps I would hide. I learned how to hide. Don't want to hide anymore. I want to lead myself to better. So if I'm going to choose to be someplace, be there, right? Be present. Be conscious. Be aware of what's going on. Participate. Don't wait for someone else to take the lead. Not that this is a game, not that this is a race, but so that you remind yourself that you are your own source of inspiration, that other people can add to that, but it starts with you. It starts with you. Leaders simply don't wait. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive.